Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, we'll discuss the region of interest when it comes to masking and rotoscoping. The region of interest refers to the area of a mat or alpha when it's been combined with a mask or multiple masks. You're basically adding to or removing from an existing mat or alpha. A typical use case is when you have created a mat or alpha, like a key for instance, and you want to isolate portions of the mat or alpha with a mask. Now the Flame 2018.2 update has multiple masking tools. You have the Classic GMask node, the GMask Tracer node and the Action Masks. Each tool has a workflow enabling you to work with a region of interest and we'll cover all three techniques in this video. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the displayed link in your favorite web browser. Just load the media into an empty batch project and set the batch duration to 24 frames. For time's sake, I've already provided you with a mat that you can perform a key. Now the first tool we'll start with is the GMask node. Go to the Batch Node bin and locate the GMask node. Drag it into the batch schematic. Now connect the image into the front input and the mat into the mat input of the GMask node. Double click on the GMask node for its controls. Press F4 for the result view. So here we have the mat of the three dancers. Let's say you wanted to isolate two dancers out of the three. So to draw your first mask, click Add. Now draw your mask around the left dancer. With the classic G mask, you must close the G mask shape. When the mask shape is closed, it fills with white. To force the mask to consider the content of the incoming alpha or mat, click the Region of Interest button. So everything inside the mask is retained and everything on the outside of the mask is blacked out. Now let's add in the dancer on the right. Obviously you can't see her because she is not within the first mask. So press F1 to show the front input of the GMask node. So you can see the outline of your GMasks, as well as the fill content that will be isolated by the region of interest. Click the Add button again. Draw the mask around the dancer to the right. Remember to close the shape. When you press F4 to view the result, both dancers are visible with the region of interest within the masks and the middle dancer is removed from the mat. If I disabled the Region of Interest button temporarily, you can see that the shapes are now filled with white on top of the incoming alpha. So when we refer to the Region of Interest, we are preserving the content of the mat or alpha through the GMask. So that's the Region of Interest with the GMask node. Let's take a look at what you get with the GMask Tracer node. Press Escape to go back to the Batch Schematic and delete the GMask node. Go to the Batch Node bin 
and locate the GMOSC Tracer. Drag the GMOSC Tracer node and as before, connect the fill into the front input and the mat into the mat input of the GMOSC Tracer. Double click on the node for its controls and press F4 for the result view. Now the GMOSC Tracer also does masking, but its underlying code is completely different to the classic GMOSC. This is the reason why it works quite differently and there is actually no dedicated region of interest function or button. However, you can achieve similar results by using masks to subtract areas from the mat. This is in contrast to the classic GMOSC node workflow, where you contain portions of the mat using multiple GMOSCs. So if you wanted to isolate the two dancers on each side, you remove the middle instead of containing the other two. Double click on the GMOSC node and draw the shape around the middle dancer. Now I did mention in the classic GMOSC node that you had to close the shape in order for it to work. Well, the GMOSC tracer and action masks support open and closed shapes for more flexible rotoscoping tasks. Once you've closed your mask shape, ensure it is still selected and switch to the object menu. In the mask menu, you can do one of two things. You can either set the mask color to 0% which makes it black, or you can change the matte composition mode to 2-1 outside. This ensures that this specific mask is subtracting from the original alpha. You can carry on adding more masks and subtracting them to isolate the portion of the mat you want. So in terms of simulating the region of interest, you remove areas with masks instead of containing them and you still get the same end result. Now Action does not have a dedicated region of interest function either. However, using an image input, masks and the 3D compositing environment, you're able to match the behavior of the region of interest found in the classic GMOSC node. One more time, go back to the batch schematic with the escape keyboard shortcut and delete the GMOSC tracer node. Go to the batch node bin and drag out the action node. Ensure the action node is selected and press Ctrl N for a new media input. Connect the front image into the front red input and the matte or alpha into the matte blue input. Double click on the node for its controls and press F4 to see the action result. Now Action is one of the major tools in the Flame products and you can combine so much functionality in one toolset. But since our focus in this video is specifically mats, alphas and the region of interest, we're going to treat Action like the other rotoscoping tools. In order to do that, you need to see the mat output as you work. So switch to the output menu and enable the mat output. You should get a blue dot appearing next to the mat render pass output. This allows you to use the 1 and 2 keyboard shortcuts to toggle the outputs of Action. Leave it on the mat output for now. Switch back to the Action node bin and let's start adding masks. With the image selected, call up the contextual menu on the image 
go to the Add GMask link and choose Freeform. Now draw your masks around the left answer as before. While you complete your shape, I just want to mention that you can still add your masks from the node bin if you prefer that workflow. Once the mask shape is closed, instead of going white like the other tools, it goes black to cut things out. To recreate the same behaviour as the classic GMOSK region of interest, double click on the masks shape to call up its menus and invert the mask. So the first mask contains the content of the incoming MAT or alpha, which equates to the region of interest functionality. Now like the classic GMOSK node example, you want to include the dancer on the right. So select the image surface again and call up the contextual menu. Choose to add a GMOSK link and choose the freeform option once more. Now you can't see the whole image in this view because it's isolated by the mask. So press the F8 keyboard shortcut for the GMOSK object view. Now you see the entire image and you can draw the shape around the dancer to the right of the frame. Once you have completed your shape, press F4 to see the result view. Now the second GMOSK doesn't appear to do anything because it's just adding to the black pixels that are already there. So instead of adding pixels with the new mask, you need to subtract them. In the mask menu, change the blending mode from Add to Subtract. Technically speaking, you are subtracting the output of the first mask with the second one. So as you subtract more masks from the first one, you are recreating the region of interest functionality to match the classic GMask node. So those are your three options when working with GMasks to contain pre-existing mats or alphas with a region of interest. I hope you found these explanations useful. Don't forget to also check out the other enhancements, workflows and features to the Flame 2018.2 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.